You made it to the Hidden Gems podcast, the podcast that highlights the journeys of small business owners, entrepreneurs, and creatives through conversation, interviews, and storytelling. Tune in every Monday for a new episode where I drop major gems, or at least my guests drop major gems. Got to be pretty because these All right. are so pretty. <laughs> Welcome back to the Hidden Gems Podcast. It is me, Kendra, your host, and today I have the two parts of McDowell Enterprise with me here: Patricia McDowell and David McDowell. Woo woo woo. Okie dokie. <laughs> so as you guys know, this month I've been focusing on couples in business. So couples who are in business with each other um, and how y'all work together with being business partner and being uh, romantic partners as well. <laughs> so the first thing I want to ask is, what is it that you like the most about working with your partner? I'm going to let David... Yeah, the collaboration part. Okay. Uh, me doing most of the work <laughs> and her doing the designing and bossing. And bossing. <laughs> right. Yeah, because you put in like a lot of the hard work. Because you, you're a contractor. Yes. And um, you do all the, the most of the heavy the work labor. and the labor. Oh yes. my the goodness. Heavy. I hear getting I shot do. looks across the he, table. He does do most of the hard work. But I keep trying to, and I, and I really love that about David knows how to do things. Like it might take us forever to stand there and go, okay, how am I going to get all these picture frames straight? Or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever, straight. And he'll come in and go, zip, zip, you know, with his little um, tape measure, measure, tape, tape measure, and, and get them all straight mm -hmm. um, without a whole lot of effort. And just like we were doing this house, and he told me to put the towel bars up. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't figure out how to get those towel bars up to save my life. <laughs> I, and and I'm, I'm pretty good at Yeah, you're pretty crafty. Yeah. And then he came in and he said, ding, ding, ding. And then, but once he showed me, I was good. Right. So I like, I like working with David because David is a hard worker. He is a hard worker. I will say that. He works from sunup to sundown he, he almost days. He will put the work in. Yeah. yeah. And he even sometimes will stop by and fix little things around our house for us when mm -hmm. we need them. Mm -hmm. um, so that's, that's great. Okay. How much do you think working with your romantic partner, like in, like, kind of intertwines with just your romances in general like do you think it has an effect like positive or negative on y'all's romantic relationship or is it easy for you to kind of hang up the business part at the end of the day and just be with each other well i think it's easy yeah i think it's there's a division we know that work is work and when we get home that that's gone Okay. Yeah, we may talk about it <laughs> at over dinner or something like that, but it's that's parts forgotten. Okay. It's, yeah. Work. I I think when you get older, uh -huh. you learn how to divide being at home from doing work together. Okay. You compartmentalize. Yeah, because you know what that leads to if you can't compartmentalize. Because right. like when we did, we did some delivery of furniture from here from Atlanta to Columbus. And we were getting this stuff from the from the storage unit and putting it in a truck. Well, he has to have his way. He's, he's okay. a Virgo. How he ha it, My it way has or to go this way. way. And yes. I, I'm a packer. And, and you're you a Capricorn. Pack some stuff. 
And I was like, if you don't stop, you know, so that's how I, we have that rub when we're in, you know, when we're in the moment. But then after that, he took me to dinner and I was fine. <laughs> <laughs> Eat me and I'm good. <laughs> so. Oh, Lord, that's funny. So what has been the most challenging part about working with your partner? That part. He's that part. I mean, I think both of us are pretty strong-willed. Yeah, yeah are strong-willed. Yeah. And pretty stubborn. We just have to know what, how much... How much input she gets to do sometimes, and then how much input I get to do sometimes. So that line, yeah, kind of travels back and forth. Um, but we we work it out. Yeah, y'all do. We hash it out. Y'all are some strong-willed people. Mm-hmm. Like I said, that one is a Virgo and one is a Capricorn for all of the listeners. So, <laughs> well, you have to get to the point where you sort of step back. You go, okay, is it worth the argument mm-hmm. I'm about to have? Mm-hmm. Right. Because we were in Savannah doing some work and. And he kept saying, we're going to have to paint. And I was like, no, we're not going to paint. We're just going to you patch, know, it. patch it. And, and But then after he did all the patching, I realized we did have to paint. Mm-hmm. So then he pulls off his swatches and we try to match the paint color up. And, you know, then the argument ensues. No, that's not the color. Yes, it is the color. <laughs> no, that's not the color. But then after a while, you just step back and go, okay. I'm gonna let you have your colors. Right. When when you get used to how somebody works, you you know there's a point where you'll not argue, but you'll disagree up to a point, mm-hmm. and then you step back. You know, you say, "Okay, have it your way." We debate. We'll do it this way. That's yeah. what we'll, 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 well like I will say, if anybody's ever been privy to your your debates, y'all do do it with um smiles a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we do. Y'all do do it yeah. with smiles and a lot. And it, it always gets to a point where it's, okay, boo. Right. And, <laughs> love you, boo. Yeah. Yes, love you, boo. That's our code the, word. The smirk. code frame. Uh-huh. It's love you, boo. Because then you know that, you know, we better everything have. else right. is is secondary yeah. Yeah. to that love that you have for that person. So, yeah. you, I mean, we, we're not going to fall out over what color paint we're going to put in a room. Over dumb yeah. stuff, yeah. yeah. And yeah. there's things that... I look at aesthetically that I say, oh, we need to paint this so we didn't, no, we don't need to do that. <laughs> yeah, that's what we see. We look at it different. We see yeah. things differently yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes we see things the same. Yeah, sometimes. And then sometimes we see things differently. But most of the time it is, I'm going, okay, now we need to paint this trim in this room white, you know, to go with, make the room finished. Mm-hmm. We're not doing that. Just leave it like it is. Yeah. Because if he gets started, and the, the truth is, if David gets started, he don't know how to stop. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, we're done. I'm ready to go eat now. <laughs> you got to start bringing snacks with you. I, I do. I do. So You might need to bring a lunchbox. Yeah, because I get hangry. Yeah. Yeah, that's, what I, that's when the project ends. <clears throat> when she gets hangry. Mm-hmm. I don't think that every, like, I mean, I know, like, a lot of people feel like they maybe could work with their couples, but do you think that every couple has that type of relationship where they could go into business with each other? No. I don't either. No. Some, the relationship won't survive Mm -hmm. them being work partners together. Just because of what you, you, you bring your... Is animosity from working together into 
your personal relationship. You have to learn to let it go. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. Yeah, when you when you're working together, you have to say, "This is work, and this is my life." Right. Mm-hmm. And and I think a lot of times people have trouble separating right that work. They from blend their life. together, yeah. and uh, that it can destroy your relationship. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. so we got together when we were older individuals. So mm-hmm. we came into this relationship with a different kind of respect for one another. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because if we were younger... Yes, if we were younger, you know. Yeah, we, we probably... <laughs> yeah, we'd yeah, have be, to we have be to settle... we outside at 3 o'clock. Yes. 3 o'clock, you and We'd me. have to settle our differences <laughs> differently. But yeah, we, we, we know being older and having... Not having... You know, seeing it not work right. with other folks and even people may, we have maybe have been involved with uh, before, knowing how we can make it work, you know, when we were together. I think the thing that has happened for us is that we had to learn to respect each other's um, ideas. skill level. Uh, skill ideas level and skill too. levels, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because David will think that I can't paint. And oh, I, I think okay. he, he went into it <laughs> thinking, she can't paint. I'm just going to let her get in there and then I go fix it. I'm going to come up on my white horse and drive up and down the road. And then he figured out, hmm, she got some skills. And he even admitted it uh, not too long ago. He was like, when you paint, you do better than so-and-so and such and such that I work with. Yes, before. I had to move her up my uh, ability scale. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Now, she can paint. She can paint. Mm-hmm. She, you know, she's put in work. Yeah. Uh, Pretty good work. She's a good. I think yeah. feel like she's a yeah, hard she's, worker. Yeah, she's no, no, she's a hard worker. I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say that. Um, yeah, and uh, you just have <laughs> something you have to teach her how to do. Right, she, oh, but no, you right. teach her and she can do it. Right, right, right. right. She's a good yeah. student. Oh yeah, she, uh, she learns well. She <laughs> just learns like well. the towel box. And then some stuff she doesn't want to learn. Right. Just uh, no, her ways. Yeah, that's as, that's <laughs> as far as I go. I don't go to that. Yeah, they were moving furniture. Um, last weekend, and I let them move the front. Oh, yeah, I was didn't like, lift a hand. It's like, you guys go right I, ahead, you're doing well. I did move the chair, remember, I, I rolled the chairs <laughs> off the truck, chair with wheels, into, okay, <laughs> <laughs> down the hall to the rooms. So, yeah, I do my part, but I know my limitations, right? And I think you know, I know his expertise, and you know, I kind of Leave him to do his thing. Yeah, you know when I I'm when I'm on a roll. Yes. Um, I don't want you to come and right and help. And I'll tell you what I what do I say? Go away. Go away. Go, go away. away. <laughs> go away. Yeah, go away. And so we do what I I'm learned doing. to go away and sit in a nice comfy because chair somewhere. At first she wouldn't do that. I wouldn't. Oh, okay. I said, Go away, Pat. No, no, I'm just gonna help. I'm gonna help you. <laughs> go away, Pat. Well if you it's do it this way. You. It's not good for you, Pat. Go away. <laughs> That's funny. So she's, yeah. So a question that one of my listeners had was, how do you um, get clientele and or maintain clientele? I feel like for y'all's business, that might kind of just be kind of easy because people always need things fixed. And it's the, the right. quality of work that you do. Yeah. I, you know, I have a lot of business cards. Mm-hmm. And for brand new customers, I'll give them a business card, but most of my customers are referred right, from other customers. Oh, okay. And so I don't, they've already, they've already spread the word. Mm-hmm. I, I meet them, uh, usually, I, I get along with everybody pretty much, so yeah, you are our rapport person. is pretty good with any customer. 
<laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, so usually, yeah, my work speaks for itself. Right. My customers will turn me on to their friends or their relatives or, or whatever it is. And um, I just spread the, you know, and then those <laughs> folks spread my work on the other folks. So, yeah, yeah referral is, is and like I said, your work speaks for you. Mm-hmm. So your referrals are your business cards. Right. Okay. And people really like the fact that they, I think David is a very trustworthy person. Right. People see him as trustworthy. And they see him as honest. And, like, they, they're not looking at him like, oh, he's going to try to rip me off mm-hmm. for every dime I have. Mm-hmm. And if something doesn't go well, like he just had a customer where he did a big job where he had to, you know, dig some concrete out in their house. The mm-hmm. foundation, there was a leak up under the foundation. It took him a while mm-hmm. to get it all done. And he found mm-hmm. the right people to come in. And, you know, sort of do subcontractors to do mm-hmm. certain things. And then just this week, the man called him because something else, something was leaking. And he thought mm-hmm. the floor was leaking again. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't. And David went out. He told him what to do over the phone. And then he said, I'll be out there on Friday or Saturday. And, right. you know, then he went in and he fixed the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like that. People keep. And then it's like this man told his mama. And now he's got to do some work at his mother's house. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he worked for this lady at a <clears> condo. <throat> she told this person, and then this person, and then that person. Mm-hmm. Now so, the whole neighborhood. Yeah, so he works I got in, the whole neighborhood. in a couple of condo units. He works for all, pretty much all of the, the, you know, the tenants if something goes wrong. Okay. Okay. So you do the, the paperwork behind the scenes also? Actually, kind of. Actually, right now, he's doing his own, like, invoicing. Okay. But uh, the, the goal is, is for me to get to the point where I do the invoicing. Mm-hmm. I will answer the phone. I will skip, do his schedule. Oh, okay. Um, so coming soon. Coming soon. Yes. It's soon. just not, we're not just, I'm just not there yet because I will have to be dependent upon the Mr. Man. <laughs> um, That's a whole have, different compartment yeah, in her yeah, mind. It is. My brain has to adjust to that because I'm so used to Doing being for yourself, independent. Yeah. Right. Yes. And, and that's, and it's taken us a few years and I, I mm-hmm. know I can trust him. So, mm-hmm. right. That's the goal is for us to take the company to another level okay. of operations. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I never thought about getting into uh, contracting. You guys know me personally, so yeah. you know that's you need to stay away. probably not my thing. I probably could help paint now. I probably could help paint yeah. if you tape it off first. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, so what I started doing is I asked everybody random questions out of my bag. I took out the questions that I normally pull. Well, some of them, not most of them, but some of them. Because I'm trying to get new questions, as you heard on my last episode. So, the first question is, what's your favorite show on Netflix? I did ask this one last one. Y'all like shows. We have to go back. There's there's a lot on Netflix that haven't started again. Well, what's your favorite show? Stranger Things. Yeah, Um, that's a good one. That's one of my favorites. What else is on Netflix that is in hiatus right now? Bridgerton. 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 Oh, that's my favorite. The next season is going to be really good. I found out who they cast to be the female um, lead in that. I'm very excited. I love the way that Shonda is casting it. Yeah. Where it's non-traditional. I, I just love the way it's just 
it, it depicts a period in time, but it's like so modern, like a modern that, that you know you might have a person of different a different background, a culture, ethnicity, ethnicity, ethnicity. that I to you know that are you are together, and mm -hmm. it's like it's no big deal, right? It's like that's the way it's supposed right. to be, yeah, because right. that's the way it's supposed to be, right? right. That's the way and it should be, yeah, yeah. That's the way life. And, it's and, like yeah, yeah. The, I mean, from what I know, I mean, it's not my it's more of a romantic. <laughs> thing, um, but what I noticed is that yeah, people of different ethnicities, ethnicities, are even; they're equal. Yeah, mm -hmm. and it's more uh, dependent on your financial status, right? Life, right. Not your, yeah. the color of your skin, right? So um, I, I kind of like that particular thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And we have a lot of, we watch a lot of Netflix. Y'all do. Y'all watch a lot of Netflix. That helps us. That helps you. Popcorn, <laughs> fire in the fireplace. Oh, boy. <laughs> Recliners. Oh, goodness. Okay, let's see. Let's the next That's question. That's what we need is a theater room. Yeah. Y'all do? Yeah. I, I, I agree with that. All right. Oh, goodness. You have no room in that house for a theater room. <laughs> Um, well, okay, I'm going to ask the first one, not the second one. Was there anyone in particular who encouraged you to chase your dreams? Hmm. I think with me, um, I had always done work on the side, I mean, from my regular jobs, mm -hmm. when I had regular jobs. Right. And I think at one point, Pat just said, you know what, just start your own business. Right. Just, I mean, I it was a, a good point for me to start, for me to do that. And I, I think I kind of had reservations about being on my own. Yeah, my own that's a tough, that's you a know, you are. I mean, I always want to carry my own half of the load. Yeah. You know, uh, carry my own weight. Mm -hmm. And she said, you know what, just go ahead. You know, my job's going good. Let's take a chance mm -hmm. go ahead and, and do your own thing and uh it's it's worked out yeah, yeah. Well, this is one of those things where you have to have a little uh help in making a decision yeah. mm -hmm. you know someone's gotta be a rah-rah yeah. uh, your supporter <laughs> yes so go ahead, you'll do it. If you... Yeah, it was a, it was at a good point. It, it was at a good time. Had just left yeah. the job mm -hmm. um and we had gotten through all those weddings <clears throat> we, um, and when oh, we were going the through year. the wedding year for yes. the weddings, <laughs> David was like, do what you got to do for the weddings and I'll take care of everything else. Mm -hmm. And so he took care of everything else so that I could do what I needed to do and make sure everything was paid for. And, mm -hmm. and you know, we walked away with out. Uh, you know, ten thousand dollars worth of debt. Okay. Um. So now it's like it was a a natural. It was organic. Mm -hmm. It just naturally when he left that job because he was miserable mm. in this job. Yeah, I didn't like. I it. mean, I, I I saw misery on his face. Yeah. And I was like, that's not good. But when he's working on something, it's like joy. Yeah. Him. And so I was like, just do that. I got I got the rest of right. this. And right. so that's when he, you know, I know him. He's, you know, like he liked to be on his white horse galloping down the street yeah. to, you know, save everybody. And this was the one time where he had to 
be vulnerable mm-hmm. and say, okay, yeah. I'm going to do this. And then it just, it went, it caught on like wildfire. Right. We started with, you know, a couple of contracts and then we got him in with a company where he was able to um, be a preferred provider. Mm-hmm. And then from there, it just was like, people were like, hey, I saw you doing so-and-so. Can you come to my house and do this, that, or the other? Mm-hmm. And so that's how it all kind of, you know, blew up from there. And, and then, you know, in 2019, he had a great year mm-hmm. okay. financially. 2020 went, you know, the first part of the year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So what we're still, I feel like we're still living in like the hangover of yeah. 2020. <laughs> still after effects. Yeah, he kind of yeah. fell off the, in the mark. But, I mean, we were still good. And then at the end of 2020, people started to start calling again. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, I need to work on my kitchen or I need to do this or any other. Yeah, the the more, what, what should I say, the private folks. Right. The residential, residential folks. Residential, yeah. Um, they started figuring out, well, since I'm home all this time, mm-hmm. now I found all these things that need to be done that I right. really didn't care about or didn't notice before and that just started picking up. I mean, mm-hmm. I still have after effects from yeah from that. Uh, folks, I'm on, I basically have a waiting list of people that they're, they're not in a hurry. They mm-hmm. know it's going to get done and I'm and I'm doing it in the order I got. Yeah. Order, so. And you know, we come from a family of entrepreneurs yeah. and I, you know, I probably if, if, if we had been together a, you know, a longer period of time, I probably would have done something. We probably would have done a whole lot of things oh, yeah. on our own. Yeah. As it opposed would, to what we did. It would definitely be a bigger yeah. organization with n- numbers of employees. Right, crews and things uh, like yeah. that. Yeah. It, it, but it, at this point, mm, it's yeah. a, that's a lot of work Yeah, to run that kind of a company. That it would be a lot for him to run with crews without me being there going, hey, you know, Johnny, can you, you're supposed right. to be at this location or somebody else to help him yeah. sort of right. manage through well, all and, that. And not only that, because your name is, is, it's, it's, it's important, so, but when people are working for you, you, right. you have less control over things that or are the quality done. of the work. Right. Yes. Right. And your I name can't imagine can be, you letting go of that. Yeah, your reputation could be diluted by people not that. doing the yeah. job right. And yeah. that's that's important to me is for each customer, you know, to say, look, he came over and did a great job. Yeah. Um, I'm happy I have no issues. And that that's what they tell, you know, their friends. Instead of, oh, yeah, he sent some guys over here that right. could care less. And, you know, they left debris and dirt and they mm-hmm. didn't do this and I, they had to come over two or three times and fix it uh, that's what happens when you start having employees especially ones that you can't trust and I don't want to throw dirt on younger generations nah. <clears throat> but they don't have that work ethic for the most part okay um, some for, of them do well, you have to I think with the younger generations uh, like I can only speak for, for millennials because I am a millennial, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you have to—they have to have that love for what it is, mm-hmm. and that—and so well, a lot of millennials, we are working jobs 
because we were always told that we need to get a job. We're not working jobs because we love the job that we're doing. We're working jobs because we want money to pay bills and to fund our travel expenses. Yeah. So for millennials, it's a little different. You do, you would have to find somebody who enjoys working with their hands, who has kind of that same. Your motivation is different than than ours. Ours has always been have get a job. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Make. Baby boomers. Yeah, and that's what money, we were talking about. Yeah, grind you it know, out. Don't leave that right. don't leave that twenty thousand in your right. job. Right. Stay on that down. good job. Right. Girl. Stay on that job. Stay your government job. Right. Yeah, your government job. City keep, job, government, yeah. state job. Mm-hmm. Keep the federal job. Yeah. Keep you working know, for the man. Don't I don't care if you don't yeah, if you don't <laughs> like it, you hate it, that job will provide for your future. Right. Right. Uh yeah. your retirement, your your Social Security, your health care, yeah. stay on those jobs because you can't, you can't go bad. You always try to get the one of those jobs, whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. You know, you could be a post postman. Yeah, yeah, that's right. My dad worked for the post for thirty for, years. forever. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but that job will provide for you right. when you provide retire for, for forever and your family. Yeah, and right. so I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I think that is that's. Oh, no. Just the Ameri- sometimes the American dream. I think that now there's, but you have other options. You have other dreams. Mm-hmm. And, and this 2020 really brought it out for a lot of people. A lot mm-hmm. of people got real creative and said, hey, I'm going to start my own business doing this. I'm or, going to or we, yeah, and, we yeah, need this, that, or the other. Or we need mm-hmm. to re, re, we need to pivot mm-hmm. and, you know, re, Think what we're doing, mm-hmm. and that has been great. I love these little. I'm gonna tell you what. I'm I'm really proud of a lot of young black females who yeah. are just out here killing the game, mm-hmm. just doing you know whatever that makes makes them you know like makes when I happy. think of Janelle and yeah. her um her online camps and things yeah. like that. I was like, what? Whoever thought that you could do camp, mm-hmm. you know, virtually. Yeah, they and they did a great job this Yeah. Summer. I was able to help out a little bit, so I was yeah. very happy with Me that. Me too. I told, you remember I talked Yeah, you taught one session. But, I mean, that kind of stuff, I'm so proud that that we are no longer sitting back waiting for people to... To give you a job. Give us a handout. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm going to hand this to you. Mm-hmm. We, we're saying, no, no thank you. I'm going to go get what I need. Yeah, and once I think once you see someone that you know or yes. you're, you're familiar with go out and do mm-hmm. something like that, yes. then that kind of gives you the motivation. Yeah, the motivation yeah. To, yeah. to try it yourself. You right. know that uh, there's a good possibility that you'll succeed, that right. you won't fail. You know, the the fear of failure is yeah, is, that's... is a it's a terrible thing, and, right. but we all have. Nobody wants to fail. Right. Yeah. And you'd rather not try something than to try something and fail. Yeah. But you know what? Now you just don't want to be stuck. That's where yeah, I am. That, but that's I don't where a lot of people stuck yeah. in the same mindset. If there's something out there in the back of my mind, I'm going, oh, I want to go do that. Mm-hmm. Because we don't want a company, we don't want to be, you know, a company. Like, a big, huge, like, like Russell and Company. We right. love, love the Russell family. But they, this has been years and years and years in the making. Right. For us, we're at the stage where we want to be able to do good work, provide a service, get paid a decent amount of money so that we can afford the life that we have mm-hmm. become accustomed to. Right. But we love, we both love that whole, put your hands on it. Let me right. you know, Let me figure out how to make it better. Mm-hmm. Right. Let me figure out how to fix this or look at a house and go, oh. I know what I could do with that house. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a that's a passion thing, and for us at this stage of our life, we need 
you know, to do the passion thing. and not Passion do, projects. Mm-hmm. Passion projects and not mm-hmm. just the, let me get up in the morning and go. And go punch somebody else's right. car. Yeah, go right. do these widgets for yeah. eight hours a day. Right. Yeah, because, so, you know, I just started reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And um, just the the thing that he's constantly saying is rich people make money work for them and poor people make money or make money something. Anyways, but, you know, basically poor people work for money. And rich people hard. figure out ways to make money. Right. You know? work for they them, make, yeah. Rich people make the money work for them. Poor people make go out and make work money. Work to make money. Work to make money. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And then just like he talks about the taxes. He was talking right. about the taxes yesterday yeah. and about how rich people don't pay taxes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Poor people pay taxes. Right. And middle class people pay taxes. Right. right. So what does that say about, you know, this world that we live in yeah. anyway? Yeah. You know? Why? Why? I mean, well, the masses are poor because, you know, right. you got the, the majority of 1% folks. up there. You've got the 1%. Yep. So... Yeah, so it's an interesting, it's been an interesting read so far. It's definitely uh, opening up my mind to different perspectives. But I think that's also another, because a lot of, not baby boomers, a lot of like millennials were raised by parents who, or millennials that I know at least, were raised by parents who read that book. Right, right. So like y'all taught us a few different things. Like he talks about the three different powers in that book, like the power, the mirror, the gold, and weapons or something like that. And the mirror is like the power of basically the mind and being able to be a creative thinker, Mm -hmm, thinking mm -hmm, outside of the box mm -hmm. and things like that. And I know like specifically for you, being my mother, that was your goal to raise us to think creatively. And to go back to the point that David made about when you can see somebody that you know do it, you feel more confidence Mm -hmm. in being able to do it. When I put out, when I finally told everybody about the audio books that I've Mm -hmm. been doing, uh, people, I mean, a lot of people were like, wow, congratulations. But I got quite a few people messaging me, asking me how I got started. Right. And one person, we had a long conversation. She was like, I just feel like because I'm seeing you do it, I can do it too. Right. And I was like, you definitely can. Right. And that's another thing, like with waist beads, I share how to make waist beads on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And people give me, leave me messages all the time, writing the nicest things about how they appreciate me showing them the products to buy and all this stuff, and they're going to start their business. They want mm-hmm. me to follow them on Instagram, and I follow them. I don't feel like, There's a lot know. of room in, in the pot. This, right. Instead right. of us being crabs in the barrel, right. we I'll need to be it. a little bit... I'll climb over each other yeah. to get to the we top. Need to, right. Like they say, go in the grocery store, look down the bread aisle. How many different right. companies are making bread? Right. They're all making bread, right. but it's just different companies. Right. And so there's this room for everybody out there. And there so, you know, we've got to, yeah, I mean, I wanted, I always said I wanted my children to be creative thinkers because if, you, if you're if a creative thinker, you can work your way out of anything. Right. Mm-hmm. I said they right. could think their way out of a paper bag if they had to. Mm-hmm. But when you go and you work for somebody else and you become this same robot, right. yeah, then, you know, and, and even people that come to work for, you know, like when I was run, operating my own center, when people came to work for me, I, I encouraged them, go on, you right. Know, right, follow your dream, right. you know, some of y'all need to follow your dream, right. mm-hmm. but then, you know, there are those that really had a dream yeah. that they needed to follow. I think about Ashley Agnello. Yeah. Oh my God, she is. Her art is incredible. She's so talented. She is. Yeah. And then there are other people, you know, that have, you know, of course, Janelle is one of my people, and even Monique. I, I 
told her don't get caught up yeah. and do that fashion business that she always had. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping that she, you know, people will get to that and to feel that, that comfort yeah. level. Well, yeah. You, you, yeah, you, those things, I mean, once again, that's your, uh, your ability to not feel like you're going to fail mm-hmm. or not to feel that you will fail. Mm-hmm. You know, to be confident enough to, to try it yourself. Like I said, if you see your some, your friends or your relatives be fairly successful at going out on their own or doing something um, different mm-hmm. than just yeah. working nine to five, it gives people confidence yeah. to do that. So it depends on your circle of friends also. Mm-hmm. If all your friends work nine to five, yeah, that's true. It's hard. It's going to be harder for you to go out there, go out on a limb. You know, you may work a nine to five, but to on the side mm-hmm. to try a new venture. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it depends on who you know. Yeah. It depends on who you surround yourself yeah. with. Yeah, definitely. You surround yourself important. with people that are, you know, oh, I'm going to go, right. I'm, I'm looking at doing this, I'm going right. to do that, you, then yeah. that makes you if go. If you meet oh, some maybe. folks that have that been fairly successful doing stuff on your own, then mm-hmm. you may. It may take you a while, right? You know, but uh, some folks sometimes you just you gotta take that step, yeah. And then another step, and another step. Yeah, I think people have to, in order to be able to be comfortable taking those steps, they have to stop looking at failures mm-hmm. as failures. Right, mm-hmm. right. They have to look them look at it as like lessons learned, right, or right. Things that I could do better next right. time, but like a failure is not a failure, right? You know, and I mean, and sometimes a failure is a failure, but then you think about it and you bounce back, kind of like. Uh, on the first season when I had the girl Devin who does the candles on and she mm-hmm. talked about how her first business was actually selling clothes mm-hmm. and she thought that that would, was a fail proof business because everybody wears clothes right. but that ended up not working out and now she's doing candles and like she's like thriving with that one right so but I mean the, you're right there's always something that you can take from something not succeeding mm-hmm. why is just a springboard to, to success. something right. else yeah so and just use it as a springboard and that's how you have to look at yeah. it yeah yeah. And stop looking at the glasses being half empty. Like I didn't become a millionaire from this first Right, venture. right, right, like, right. Hey, yeah. Uncle, Uncle Butchie, my brother, would do, he would he open a restaurant. Yeah. Then, mm-hmm. You know, he would do He things. always had businesses. Always mm-hmm. had businesses. Yeah. You know, and, and, and never missed a beat. I was yeah. like, okay, I'm closing that down. Mm-hmm. And I'm going on to do something else. Mm-hmm. But that's, you know, that's what you have to, but that's not what they teach you in school. No. And that's not mm-hmm. what we as baby boomers were taught. Well, especially, yeah, from from our point of view, you're always taught out to, to get a nine to five job. That's what right. you're gonna do. You're gonna work for 20 or 30 years, <laughs> or, or you're gonna retire from it. Right. It doesn't right. matter how long you work for them, but you're gonna retire from this place. You're gonna get social security. Right. You're gonna raise a family. You're gonna have one house. Yeah. You know, you stay in a house forever. mostly forever. That's mm-hmm. how it used to be. And, uh, you go on from there, yeah. You know, for whatever happens, you got to raise your kids, you know, to do the same thing you did, right? To, to go on their own, start a family, work a job nine to five, and that is that whole thing is has changed, and you know, hopefully, folks are going out to do start to do their own things. But yeah, but you may have to start off with a nine to five. Yeah, I mean, mean, there's nothing wrong with that. There's no problem with using your nine to five to fund your your business and your move. To start your your yeah, to pay your bills while you're still trying to work on your your business and get your little business. Right, but more folks are looking to do their own thing, which is is good. They're they're uh, 
they're a little braver, I think, than... Oh, yeah, yeah. They have a lot more guts than, than we did starting out because we never... When I, when I was younger, it was always get that job that you're going to be able to retire from. Mm -hmm. That was... That was... I think that's what I was always taught. Get that job that you can buy a house with, you can right. have a family with, you can get all the things you need to get and retire from. And then... You, you you live those golden years, yeah. you know, doing maybe doing the things that you've always wanted to traveling and doing all that. But right. I think us being our 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 generation being more successful has enabled our generation, your well, generation. Well, the, the sociology of it used to be that the our, our generation was going to achieve get to a level of achievement that our children and our children's children would never be able to make those kind of leaps. Because remember, we went from basically our parents didn't go to college. Right. You know, they didn't, a lot of them maybe didn't even own their own home. Some mm -hmm. of them may not even had a high school diploma. Mm -hmm. And so then for us to come out and make that leap to college graduates, master's degrees, you know, owning our homes mm -hmm. in the suburbs. Because remember, when we were children, we all lived in sections of, of, of the city. city. Mm -hmm. Black people lived in certain sections of the city. Okay. And now, you can live anywhere you want to live. Right. Mm -hmm. But that was because the boomers got out there and took advantage of, you know, some people might say affirmative action or whatever. But we took advantage of the opportunities to increase our um, ability to our buying power and our, yes. do our jobs that we were able to ascertain. and th But now, you all come along, and you're like, you probably, you already started. You started your from a higher right place, right. a way higher right place. Right. Yes. So the leap isn't as, it's not, it's not as great of a leap because right, y'all right. went to college. So it's right, like us right. going to college, it's like, okay. So you went to college. Yeah. Now so what right. you going to do next? Right. Yeah. Go to the next level. It's, right. I mean, it's but like, It's yeah, the because, after college thing. Right, yeah. right. Because yeah. you have a master's degree. Right. So like me going to college was like, okay. And then, <laughs> and so I finished college and then now I have a master's degree. So now it's just like. Okay, now what? Like to make a larger or a greater it, leap, right? Is, the, the, right. That that gap is, is, is you know. Yeah, because there's not the achieve. It's kind of like the I guess the achievement gap for what I for lack of a better term, what I can't think of right now. But like to achieve something that would be considered great in our mm -hmm. generation from mm -hmm. coming from a baby boomer generation where mm -hmm. y'all basically started from scratch right. and made yourselves, put yourselves right. up there right. on a pedestal right. is a little bit different because we have to figure out, for us, we have to figure out our own ways to make those types of leaps mm -hmm. where, right. where the leaps wouldn't necessarily, might not always be on a grand scale big leap, but for us, breaking the cycle of working a nine to five and right. actually having our own business. That is right. a big leap. That's, that's big, a big leap. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then it's almost like life goes full circle. I, my grandparents were worked for themselves, right? Mm -hmm. but they taught their children mm -hmm. to go out and get a job. Right. Mm -hmm. And then their children taught their children get that nine to five. Yeah. Now mm -hmm. our children are like, well, wait a minute. I'm going back to, I want to work for myself. Mm -hmm. Right. And so it's almost like this, circle of life it's like okay we coming back to this yeah and it's, it's almost like back then it was easier to have your own business to make it, it wasn't easier i mean it, especially those those times 
Yeah. But I think because communities were more segregated, yes. it was and easier you had to for have you to have your barber. Your own you had to have, yes. a, you know, like yeah. we had. Um, yes. I found my grand one grandfather was on this corner, and the mm-hmm. other grandfather was on this corner, right. and then somebody else had had a store, and it was all yeah. a community. Right. And now you you know you don't see that as much. Well, right. yeah. So. Well, now because communities are spread out. Right. It's right. Not, everyone's not all in the same yeah. community. Yeah. We're all spread out, so. So now it's harder to have, well, okay, it's harder to have your own business and thrive because you don't have as many people. You don't have the support of your community. But, but that, the, that right there, technology. But t- with technology, that has taken them to, yes, but with technology, yeah, yeah. you can be successful because right. you reach people and right. you can send stuff, to, you know, I right. mean. Right. And I mean, and then like the, also the idea of supporting black owned business right now is something that mm-hmm. is really, right. yes. really sparked it's, in our it's community. It's on, on the rise. Yeah, yeah, it is on the rise because yeah. people want to support people that mm-hmm. look like them. Right. And the only thing is just like the stigma that some pe- black people will put on black owned mm-hmm. businesses sure. that we don't know how been, to do business. Yeah. Sure, but that's, that's, that's always been. Right. Yeah. And, but I don't think that's true. I think that is actually like a falsehood because it is, it is. if you go to any business, you go to a uh, a, a a corner store that's owned by a, another race and you feel like they're following you mm-hmm. around or they're looking mm-hmm. at you funny you're not going to say I'm not going back to this corner store ever because they don't know how to do business right. but if you go to a black owned corner store and they're following you around you're going to be like they follow me around the whole time I'm never going back to that business right. because black people don't know how to do business right. and that's not how you do and da 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 you know and that I think that the idea of black people not knowing how to do business is mm-hmm. bullshit Excuse my French, because I know you you got a funny little thing. But I think it's bullshit, Mm -hmm. because I think black people do business the same way other races do business. Now, when it comes to, like, being financially literate, Mm -hmm. I think black people in business particularly, we have a lot to learn there, Mm -hmm. because that's not something we were necessarily taught. But And that's not something that's been ingrained in our family for generations and generations and generations. But as far as doing business and communicating with people, sure, there are some spaces where we could improve. But there are spaces where any race could improve. Right, it's right. not color. It's you could go, to, go to Target today and have a terrible experience right. with a cashier not, and you're right. not going to be like... It's color. It's, right. not, it's people. Yeah, it's, it's people. people, individuals. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, everybody... We're, we're in a good... This, we're in a good... It's a good spot. It's yeah, a good it's time. A good time, it's a good yeah. time for you know people that want to be creative and people that want to work. It's a renaissance period. Yeah, it, it sure. is. It's definitely a renaissance period. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, go, go Queens. Yeah, you know, get <laughs> out there. Queens. Yeah, yeah. I'm very um, pleased with. I mean, I can say I'm pleased with myself without. I guess not without sounding full of myself, but I am pleased with myself. I'm proud of myself. For like starting the podcast, mm-hmm. still doing the waist bees. I did right. put photography down. Um, well, because you only have, you can only be. Stressed yeah, I can't. Yeah, so I don't want to burn out. Right. And like, so like this, being able to do the podcast, the audio books. Um, that's that was my biggest thing because that was what took me the longest to get into. But it was something I always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, let me. I'm just gonna do it. I'm just gonna try and see if right. it works. Sure. And like, as even though right now I technically have six books in production. Um, one thing I do have to say to be transparent is I, I auditioned, I put out at least 50 auditions mm. and you know, did, every, every audition is not going to be a, I want you to read this book. Some of right. them are like, unfortunately you weren't selected and it's okay. You right. just, you have to keep putting out auditions and like keep perfecting things that you maybe think may have went wrong. Right. And sometimes like, don't, you can... don't be afraid of those doors being shut. Right. There's always another one. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Sort of like me and my children's 
Yeah, back to that, that, that you need to put out. See, so now you know. I got yeah. I got denied for a good. I can pull up in my email all of the emails that I got that said, unfortunately, you weren't selected, and you will see it's it's at least twenty Guess that I didn't I get selected out this morning. What'd you pull out? My folder with my books in it. And so, so you needed to. There, I mean, if I show you some of these children's books that are on this. Where I learn, where I read audio books, mm-hmm. you would be like, "Oh no, I can put my right. Book I can out. do better. Yeah, I can put my book out." And I have a list of them. I mean, just a list. And that's something that now, I mean, and sometimes the timing you have to wait for the right timing. And, and, and you timing, have to have yes, the time. I do. I think you have to wait because I was sometimes. a single parent trying to, you know, do yeah, and do that, the day in grind. Y'all had right. every kind of activity going on in yeah. the world. And at that time, I feel like and. It wasn't as highly publicized as it is as it is now to be a single mom and mm-hmm. to have like a side hustle you're trying to get out. Like now it's like, oh, she's a single mom right. and she's got a book out. We're right. gonna support her. Got, yeah. We're gonna try and get her on Oprah. Right. Like, you yeah. know, at that point in time in the nineties it it was just kinda like she's a single mom. Like, you know, it she was need different. To focus on her right, child. Exactly. right, exactly. And her, and her kids and yeah. find a husband. Right. Yeah, but now like these girls out here being single moms and killing the game right, and doing right, what they want right. to do. Like I was looking at something the other day and I saw a couple people on a thing talking about going through a divorce being like a millennial and I was like these ain't your grandmas going through the divorce. Mm-hmm. Like they going through the divorce and they bouncing back and they mm-hmm. they coming back with business ventures. They coming back right. with with all kinds of stuff and they making money and they're not letting anything hold them down. Right. That is one thing about a millennial. A millennial will leave a relationship or a job in a heartbeat if they feel like it's toxic. Like <laughs> they won't stay. Yeah, right. yeah that's and you right. kind of had that mindset because you didn't stay. No, you weren't gonna stay around for that. <laughs> No, no. I yeah. needed to. I knew I deserved better. And remember, I used to think I was a queen. Yeah. So you know, you I still, mean, I'm still a queen. Right. <laughs> and, you know, that's why thing. when you move in that furniture, I find my throne to go oh, sit Lord. on. Okay. Oh boy. You have to go there. Okay. That's, yeah. <laughs> Let me find you another question. We really went off track. Didn't we, we did. It's okay. That's what we do here. We get off track. That's kind of similar. I tried to take most of them out that I asked already, but I didn't. Uh, yeah. Okay. Maybe that's, I just I just need to start doing them. But some of them are questions that I would want to mm-hmm. ask every person. Like, I always want to know what books y'all are reading. Oh, David, what book are you? Book, this one right here is an avid reader. He, yeah. you, well, uh, any, any moment he gets to read, he's going to read. So, in the Rich Dad, Poor Dad book, they're talk, they were talking about, they briefly discussed how reading will set you apart from... Right. Or was it Rich Dad Poor Dad or was it Seven Habits? This is Seven Habits. Yeah. The Seven Habits book. Because I finished that for all my listeners. For all my listeners, I finished all of the Bridgerton series. I finished the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And I finished Brene Brown's Dare to Lead. So now I'm reading Rich Dad Poor Dad. And I do also have a couple books queued up, but I'm not um, Rich on Dad yet. Poor Dad can't compare to a Brene Brown book. Brene Brown is, she drops some major gems in yes, her books. Yes, she does. Uh, she does. And I like that she curses. <laughs> so okay emphasis, well I pulled up a question but I do want to know I pulled up a, di- a question that's not the blue one about the books but since we're talking about books what books are y'all reading I just purchased I got a stack of books but I just yes. purchased what are you reading the um, the vanishing half what is that uh, it's written by a young black woman and it talks about um, cultures but she's talking about the Asian culture okay 
And so it's supposed to be really, really good. Um, you know, I'm going to read. That, that's what I want to read. Okay. And, you know, of course, and I have Michelle Obama's book that I started reading and never finished. So I'm trying to carve out. I got them stacked up. Coffee so you don't books. do audiobooks? No, I like my paper. I like to feel the pages I and like turn the pages. I'm and, able to get and go my into my head and and because I think with audiobooks you get distracted. There's other stuff going on, and I, I I'm like everybody quiet down. I turn mine on in the car when I'm driving. Yeah, but you were driving the other day, talking and everything else, and you weren't really paying oh, I was attention. Listening. I heard what you were talking about. Okay. Well, well, I can multitask. I, I can I can <laughs> multitask too, but I not like that. No reading. You, do, you like reading, your quiet. You like your no, quiet. Space. I like my quiet. Yeah, space. reading. I have to be either read. See, I read anything. Mm-hmm. I'll read everything. I'll read anything. I'll read magazines. I'll mm-hmm. read uh, whatever's in front of me. But he has a nook. He takes but, it with him. Yeah, I used those, to always want to. Yeah, do. that's my that's my read entertainment. Like I read all of Anne Rice's books, uh, all Stephen of, King. Stephen King. Oh, that's like Uncle Andrew loves yeah, Stephen King. Clive Cussler. Uh, oh, jeez. I mean, uh, John Sanford, and you know Anne Rice does vampires and. Oh, okay. You love and, vampires, so. Um, one of the books that I'm reading that I have in production is about black vampires. And I'm very excited to read that book because I read, um, like I previewed everything before I kind of read mm-hmm. it and decided I wanted to read it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, I hope I get this part. I hope I get this book. <laughs> and I got it. <laughs> well, I tell you, one, one of the things that uh, Anne Rice has a new book out um, about Ramses and Cleopatra oh, and the okay. fact that all the folks in those days all had black skin. Oh, okay. All dark. I mean, dark skin. This is Egypt now we're talking about. I mean, it about. makes sense. And yes, and <laughs> she's she's very uh, historically correct okay. with all her books. Your vampire and werewolf and stuff. And it, the book is actually called uh, Ramsey's Something. And it's about how he is immortal. Okay. And he gave this elixir to Cleopatra. And what happens is that they go into, you know, you can't live forever, otherwise people will talk about it. You have a certain arc, and then they go into these caves where they, they sleep for like hundreds of years and thousands of years. Oh. And then they have these loyal subjects that will bring them back, and they enter in, into a new era and they're a different person. Wow, um, that's crazy. So anyhow, yeah, in their eras, I mean, she's talking about how they're all dark skin, dark skin with yeah. blue eyes. Dark skin with blue with eyes. Blue eyes. Just, okay. It's you know, it's historically it's not correct. It's not that can't happen. But not the way that history has drawn these figures. I mean, you, you look at folks from Egypt on supposedly how they looked, and they're fairer skin or they may have no, a little tan and, yes right yeah. well like <laughs> i said how other folks have drawn that's them. on tv yeah charleston well yeah that's one thing i like yeah. about her is that she's she's very correct with uh, history okay. and makes her books you know uh, interesting at the same time and i have a correction okay on the vanishing i was thinking about another book oh okay on the vanishing half it's the author's brit uh, what's her name? Britt Benet. Oh, okay. And it's about twins. Um, 
two twin girls, both light-skinned black girls. One marries, uh, they run away at 16, and one marries a dark-skinned man, mm -hmm. and the other one passes as white. Oh. So it talks about that uh, entanglement. And I heard it. I, I heard nothing but great reviews. So that's why I went out. The other book about the Asian was another book I was thinking about. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I want to give a girl her, her due credit. Yes. Entanglement. Yeah. Okay. Entanglement. So the question I pulled was how do you come up? Oh, wait. Sorry. That one's not for y'all. That one, that one actually can be taken out all the way. What advice would you give to your younger self? Choose an age, though. When I was in my 20s. Do I have to choose a specific age? So your 20s, is, it'll work. When I was in my <laughs> 20s, I would have done things differently. I would have, if, if, I mean, you know, I went to graduate school in my 20s and um, moved to Houston with $500 in my pocket. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> but leap there. It was a huge leap, but I, I won't scare you. Yeah. And I, so why are you scared to put these children's books out? You I'm moved across the country with $500 in your pocket and you won't even put a children's book out? It, I, I wasn't scared. I, I was young. I think with youth, you just sort of go for it. And I went for it. I was like, no, I'm leaving this. I'm mm -hmm. going to go see some other places in the world. I wish I hadn't, I, w I wish I had done things differently. I wish I had started my own business back, back then. then. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that would have, that would have been really risky back then. Yeah, well. Maybe. You know, you know what I mean? You do it, to do it now, I think it's a lot more accepted and easier. Do it back then would have been really. Yeah, but I would have, I think I would have told my younger self, you know, you can do go this, for it. This, go this, for yeah. it. Just go this will for work. it. Stop, yeah. stop, you know, stop that negative talk in your head. Because I had mm -hmm. that negative talk in my head. Mm -hmm. And I kept listening to my dad going, girl, don't quit that good job. Right, <laughs> right. And I think that's probably, I would have, I would have gone back to myself probably in my 40s. Because, you know, your 20s and 30s, you look, you're young, you, you got to make those mistakes. Mm -hmm. And you have to give yourself room to make those mistakes. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you don't want to go from going to school to this is what I'm going to do. This is, you have to give yourself 10 years or so to, to do those things that young folks do. <laughs> you know, yeah. for me, you know, work a, work a succession of jobs, making just enough money to, to travel and to party and, you know, to do what you're going to do. So I would have gone to myself probably in my 40s or, or late 30s um, about, because that's when I was, I was in my, as a UPS and that's my whole thing. Work, make money, yeah, pay for a house, you know, pay for car, pay for all the stuff you want to do and just grind, just grind back work. And then weekends do jobs for folks, you mm -hmm. know. Um, my whole thing probably would have been to leave UPS earlier, probably 10 years earlier, okay. probably, and go out on my own. Okay. Start my own thing. But you, like I said, you get caught up in this whole work, 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 work thing. And the rat race. I, I have to make this certain amount of money to pay for certain things. And if I take a chance, what's going to happen to the things I've I've amassed so so far. So we got caught up in things. You get caught up in having things, you know, yeah. having certain things, and you don't want to lose that. 
you don't want to fail. Right. And it's, uh. it's just like with Mel- Melanie and when you had Melanie and Ralph on. Mm-hmm. And they said um, it was not about the money for them. It was about right. the time mm-hmm. with their family. Mm-hmm. It was about, you know, they're, they're just having such a great time right now. Mm-hmm. And they're, because they're doing what they're passionate about. And, you know, Melanie just, you know, during the pandemic, you know, she lost her job. Mm-hmm. And they didn't panic. They just said, okay, let's figure out how right. we're going to, you right. know, do something different. And they right. are just rolling right our, now. Our, this is an opportunity. It's an opportunity. To right. do. That's because we were all mad when she, right. you know, was yeah. separated. Yeah. Right. But, but, you know, she was the one going, uh-uh, She no. turned it around. She, she turned like, it into something is, positive. I, I have been, I needed to do this. Right. I needed to step away from my job. Right. And she, and she tells me even now, she said, I'm amazed that I am busier now than I was, was when I was working, mm-hmm. yeah. but I'm doing it for myself and I'm able to make my own schedule. Right. And then we can, we yeah. have family dinners together. We right. do this, that, and the other right. where she was traveling a lot. Yeah. But it took, right. yeah, it took being separated right, right. For, for her to realize that mm-hmm. this is my opportunity. This is our opportunity yeah. Yeah. to do what we've been talking about doing instead yeah. of talking about it, let's do it. Yeah. And then they, I like the fact that they brought up generational wealth and it's not that you want your children to, you know, you want to hand them here. Mm-hmm. Here's a million dollars. It's that you want to hand them a legacy mm-hmm. he, if you want it. I mean, it's just like the Taylor shop for us. Yeah. None of us took, None of y'all took on that Taylor right. shop. Right. right. And, and that's, I, you know, they say you should regret what you do, not what you don't do. Mm-hmm. And I kind of felt like, oh, that's something you should have. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we should have yeah. thought about continuing that legacy. Because yeah. all of y'all know how to sew. I know, but right. nobody wanted to. Well, nobody wanted to. I was going to say, just didn't fit into yeah. our lives, I guess, mm-hmm. at, the, at that particular moment. But, you know, we want to we wanna leave generational wealth. Mm-hmm. We want to leave houses and property. Leave. And, and leave something right to give our kids that edge that we didn't have. Right, yeah. we didn't have we didn't have right. any of that. Mm-hmm. Right, you know. So that yeah. I just loved I love that that banter that they had, and they were they they're so happy. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's not that we are not we are happy. Yes, mm-hmm. um, but it's just that I think I'm gonna be happier. She's gonna be happier. I think when you finally. Soon. When she, pulls, when she pulls now, the plug. Yes. So did you read, the, have you read the book that they recommended? The ju- ju- no, I have not. Steve I have so that is one of my books that's queued up. So no, I have not read that. Well, book. she knows She knows what she needs to do. Yeah, I do. Um, and she's being pushed to that. <laughs> and I think now she's for real about her the plan. after, right? I right. sort of have, the have left. My I mean, we've always talked about it, but I think mentally you're at that point where you, you got to go. Yeah, and and, then, and the thing is, we don't live forever, right? And right, when and, you think about it, you know, we're in our sixties, and you think about sort of the life phases, mm-hmm. and how many years are we going to be able to say? Hey, let me get down here and paint this corner over there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let right, me, let's, 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 how many, we're going to be able to lift this. I helped him lift a, a dryer onto a washer uh, a couple weekends ago. And I was just like, oh, I'm not going to be able to lift too many of these right. too many longer. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to figure out a system or get a crew or something. Well, this, this is the part where you, you're not able to do it yourself. You have to call. 
for help. Yeah, you, you know, have to call, you have to call somebody right. in. To, like, like what Miss Regina was talking about, putting people in place, right, mm-hmm. to right. do those things. Yeah. yeah. So. But, um, yeah, but yeah, she's she's on the way to to doing what she's always wanted to do instead of doing what kind of what she has to do right now. That's true. You know, sometimes you just have to do certain things. Yeah. And, you know, you want to be good. I want to be good at whatever I do. I want to mm. give 110%. And I feel like I've given that 110% Plus. Into, into into making, you know, another company great. Right. Yeah. And I want right. to make something, our company great. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we do have to commit I have to commit, and That's I have my accountability partners. No yes, sliding. So I'm good. Yeah, I'm no good. sliding. I mean, then when you think about it, like the reality is, how, like, if you're working a nine to five, uh, how are you going to be able to really put a hundred percent into your own business right. if you're always working? Right. Somebody else. That's that. Like, how long is that? That's that point. You have to get to that point where you say, "Okay, look, I'm putting 100 percent into my my nine to five, mm-hmm. and I'm putting 25 yeah, 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 percent into yeah. this." Right. You got to sleep. Right. 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 Do when do I make that jump where I put 100 percent? You know, when do I feel confident enough, or when do I just pull the plug on this nine to five and put everything in? You know, sometimes there's there's no set time there's no great time for it you just have to do yeah. it and feel confident you know like nike say just, just do, do it, it right <laughs> yeah. and you just have to feel confident sometimes you, you just, just have, have to pull go. a plug on yeah. something and say yeah. you know what put that little swish sign if it somewhere. doesn't work i'll i'll pivot back right. to what does work but there's a, there's a point where you have to say you just have to pull a plug and yeah. sometimes you have to have you have to have support you right. know saying look i'll, I'll hold up your part while you do this until we, you know, to see if we can do it. Yeah. Uh, and that's, and I think uh, the support is a lot, no matter who it's from, mm-hmm. uh, someone that's, they'll be willing to help. Yeah. And, and you, you also, you can't have just, I mean, well, you can in a relationship. You do have to support each other. But sometimes you got to, somebody got to be the, the right, the, the ones that drive you. Going, yeah. Hold on. Right. Hold on a minute. Where, yeah, yeah. Before you take that yeah. leap. Let's hold talk on about one this. Because right. David hates it. Because I'm the one that I get all the documents together for the tax preparation. Because she's I, a Capricorn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Put that back and out I'm the one that's going, okay, let me see all of your your right. bills. Receipts and, and this and And receipts that, and yeah. invoices. And I, because I need to know where, where, where are we? Mm-hmm. None of that. Don't surprise me and go, well, we like. A million dollars in the hole. No, right. don't surprise me. Let me know along the way what we're doing so we can, you know, so I can say, what's our plan? Right. You know, hope is not a plan. Right. That's it's true. not a plan. It's, it's good to have hope. but <laughs> yeah, Or it's good to be upbeat. It's good to be positive. Right. Yeah. But, but there is another side. And That's this one right here. Side. Remember the white horse? Yeah. Captain. You know, we say, Captain, I, I don't know if I can say this right. on the podcast. You but can, but you you have... Captain Sava. Yeah. Yeah. Save Save yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Captain Captain Sava, damsel in distress. Right. Yes. <laughs> with, a, with a W. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes. Okay, let me ask y'all one more question, and then, then we'll wrap yeah, it up. Because I know you're getting hangry over there. Just getting a little hungry. Food at this podcast. Oh my god! Does it come with? We're uh, not, not there yet. Service? Yes. What is one irrational fear that you have? 
Irrational? <laughs> yeah, an irrational. Oh, okay. Fear. My irrational fear is it's it's really just tied up into, you know, this this long the, the negative talk in yes. my head. Where do you think that comes from? I don't I think I've developed that negative talk over the years. You developed it yourself. I think because I don't remember anybody neg- doing the negative. My mother was kind of, you know, mm-hmm. straightforward. I, mean, I love kid, her. My mom was always straight. Yeah, I love my mom, line. but she could do be, it like this. You know, you know. If you, you don't need to do, do this, this, that, and the other, right? And, and but and, and maybe it did come from her. Maybe it did come from her. But I still think I have perpetuated it over the years. Like mm-hmm. I've perpetuated about my. I body, my, you know, things that I do. I go around looking, going, oh, there's dust in that grate over there. That means I'm not a good housekeeper. You know, that kind of stuff. I perpetuated it myself. And, you know, that whole thing about perfection. And perfection is can be a dream killer. Perfection can kill you, yeah. And so, yeah, that's my irrational thought, is that everything has to be perfect, and everything has to have its own little... Container. So and you fear not being perfect. I don't know if I fear not not anymore. I think okay. I've lived. Uh, I've been through that where I wanted everything to be perfect. What what? How do you define perfection though? What what define what defines perfection for you? A place for everything has a place. Everything is neatly organized oh and in order. It has order. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think that's I'm about, a, That's about that closet we just... Right. Let's not, that closet yeah. that mm. has just driven me mm. insane Coo-coo. because I have to have everything. Yeah. And I'm looking. They have installed the, the the drawer unit. I'm sitting there looking. I wish they had put that a little bit to the left. Yeah. As a uh, former member of your household, <laughs> I can say that you do have a very funky thing about everything having a place. That's I feel like right. that's something I always heard growing up. Mm-hmm. Kendra, you need to clean this room up. Everything mm-hmm. has a place. Mm-hmm. This goes here. This that's goes here. Right. This shouldn't go here. And I was always just kind of like, mm. whatever. Right. Yeah. I like, mean, I'm going to clean it up Michael a little bit. Michael was much better at yeah. following the rules than you were. And he was, because I definitely was like, I'm going to clean it up a little bit mm. for you, just to get you off my right, back. Right, exactly, just to get, just just to get that pressure off. waking you up at 2 a.m. Right. Yes, okay. yes. So, David, what's your irrational fear? Um, I I think of of losing what I've gained. Okay. You know, you I, like is to... Is that irrational, though? It's not. It is irrational. It's, okay. It's irrational, um, because you don't just really... stuff. Yeah, I know it's just stuff, but I don't want to go back. Okay. You know, I want to go forward. Yeah. You know, I mean, anything, if I'm going to lose anything, it's going to be stuff that I give away. Right. You know, or sell. I mean, I always want to stack stuff on top of stuff. Yes, you do. You know, you I, I mean, no, I mean, not stuff stuff, but like, <laughs> you know, we, we have one house. You know, I want to have Three two houses. houses. I want to have, have four two. houses. We have two. Yeah, yeah I was you know say, what I mean? I do have two Right, houses. but, but yeah. it's always to have more, not to... Go back, not to get, have well, to go to less. We can get that beach house too. That that's the other thing we're talking about, but <laughs> the vacation house. Yeah, yes. the vacation. But we do have that in Cancun. Yeah. Okay. That's, okay. So. But anyhow, is to is to lose what I've gained. Okay. Is to go backwards instead of forwards. You know, it's an arrow always forward, mm-hmm. forwards. But arrows don't they have to be pulled back to go forward? 
Site so you can say it for the people. So if they need contracting work, they can get in contact with you. McDowell Enterprise LLC on Facebook, okay. which everyone has Facebook, so it's easy to look that up. Uh, there is a uh, picture log of work we've done. Uh, just to, to give you an idea of, of what kind of work I do and what kind of work I have done. Uh, of course, you can ask folks I know. Yeah. Uh, that I've done work for, and they can they can speak of it. I guess we need to get some testimonials on your. No, we don't need to do that. Oh, we don't Just ask, that ask folks. I think that, um, a lot of it's funny Sam. when I interview older couples because older couples don't really seem to see the point in having social media, a website right. or social media. Yeah, that's, because I mean, a lot of y'all have a website though, because Mark. Put, put yeah, but it's not, it's not, it's not. Is it live? No, it's, it's not, not live. live. No, it's not live. No. Oh, okay. So, I mean, but. That's why, that's why, for me, Facebook, because everyone has Facebook, mm-hmm. it's easy to look it up. And you, you can uh, make comments or send me questions through that. There's also my phone numbers on there, so you can always call. Okay. I just feel like that's the easiest way to get call, in contact text, with people. Yes, yeah, um, 404-840-2032. Let me repeat that. For you. 404-840-2032. And no job is too small. Uh, it's a McDowell Enterprise LLC. It sounds like a big, big It's the do. LLC that makes right, it sound like right. a big deal. But uh, legality-wise, yes, it's LLC. We okay. got you. Just yes. let us know. Yeah, we got you. Yeah, y'all got to come up with a slogan. It's better to know us and not need us than to need us and not know us. Is that the yeah. real slogan? You that just came up with that off the top wow. of your head. Wow, wow. look at that. <laughs> I'm not thinking about that one. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> thank you guys for coming on. This has been a great conversation. Okay. So I appreciate Easy. your time. Thank you. Thank you for and having us. It was hey, pleasant. Anytime. So Didn't if you guys hurt. want to find Didn't them, find them on Facebook. It did not hurt. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the Hidden Gems Podcast. This is the last episode for the month of February, I believe. Um, This is the last Monday in February. So next month, I will be starting a whole new thing, a whole new theme in the month of March. And it's all about women in business mostly, even though like I feel like the majority of my guests are women, but this 
Mar- month of March is specifically focusing on women in business because I think it's like Women's History Day or International Women's Day is during the month of March. Um, or March is the first day of or March is Women's History Month. And so we are celebrating women all month long on the podcast okay and in real life if you are not celebrating women in real life you damn sure should be um so thank you guys so much for all that you do i do want you guys to keep in mind a lot of my episodes are pre-recorded because if you are my friend on facebook at least there you know i have like six audiobooks in production right now so i have to get these episodes in like i try to get all of them in within like two weeks <laughs> uh so If you hear me reference things and you're like, wait a minute, because I think my episode that drops in March, the first episode of March, um, was recorded actually in February and I was still reading Bridgerton. So if you hear me mention that in there, just understand I pre-recorded that episode. I just saved it until March. I am completely finished with Bridgerton, all of the books. They were great. I'm very excited to see where it's going to go. And (laughs) I have started Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I also have Jump by Steve Harvey. And I did get two more Brene Brown books. For those of you who want to know what the new Brene Brown books are that I'm reading, I am, well, I haven't started yet, but they are called, what are they called, Kendra? Daring Greatly, which is like um, a classic Brene Brown book, and The Gifts of Imperfect Parenting, because God knows I need help with parenting, parenting strategies, all of that, especially since I've been forced to partially be a stay-at-home mom now. So for all the women who are stay-at-home moms, who have been stay-at-home moms since before the pandemic, like my hat really goes off to you. Like I already knew being a mom was a tough job because I was a working mom, but staying at home with your kids is challenging on a different type of level. So shout out to you guys. If nobody is telling you that they appreciate you, I will just go ahead and say it. You are appreciated because the work that you put in with these kids at home is amazing. Um, But that's all I have. If you want to follow me, you can follow me at hidden gems underscore underscore pod on Twitter and on Instagram. And you can follow me on TikTok at Kendra's Treasures. And you can follow me on YouTube at Kendra's Treasures also. Be on the lookout for my audiobooks. I will let you guys know the title of the books once they do drop. Um, and I will be sharing what they are about after I'm finished recording. And I'm almost finished recording. Um, with one of them I just got my deadlines for the other ones so big big things coming thank you guys for all your continued support thank you for continuing to listen I really appreciate it and I will talk to you on the next episode